0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello.
1: Welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. My name is Asif Akani. My co-host is Nabil Alani. Our super producer is
0: Nader Wazir. And
1: our super, super guest in the studio today is Mr. Eric. Or you tell him. Eric Levin. Eric Levin hey. from Modern Hops. <laughs> How you doing, Eric? Doing great, thanks guys for having me. Great, thank you for being here, super appreciate you being here. Um, Nabil's pouring some beers right now, so while he's finishing that up, just tell the people real quick who you are, what you do, and what your company is, and we'll do a deep dive in a moment. Sure,
2: yeah, I'm Eric Levin, co-founder, co-owner of Modern Hops. We are a uh, craft beer distributor, um, but we've also started to distribute wine Um, as well as some non-alcoholic products. But um, essentially, we're a local company. We started about three years ago um, distributing Cherry Street and have grown into uh, distributing several other brands. Um, But we look to be sort of a disruptor and innovator in the distribution world um, and and do
1: a lot more outside of just distributing beer. And so, well, first of all, that's super cool, super great. Just to give people context, I want to tell people, like, how we met so we're directly across the street from anderby brewing and petrie corners yes i work here at lantech park while we're recording i pulled out of my office one day to run an errand for work pull out game strong yeah oh yeah <laughs> um the, it was really the kickout game i got told to leave so um anyway that's... i ended up in traffic behind the modern hops truck pulling out of anderby nice and that's when i posted a picture on our instagram page at bears birds and brews and i said oh hey look modern hops um, you guys should stop by our studio sometime, and that's when you send me a message back and say, "Hey, email me at blank, and we will make stuff happen." And now we're here, and this was a couple months ago. Well, was, yeah. it, was it blank or blank at gmail.com? Was blank? We'll just go <laughs> blank. I'm not trying to give away personal information out here. Yeah, he um, might use
0: Yahoo or Hotmail. I don't know. I still have not Hotmail.
1: AOL. Totally <laughs> see, judging you. See, that's yeah. what that's it was. It was actually, you guys don't
2: remember, <laughs> right? Well, I remember AOL.
3: That's
2: <laughs> Prodigy. yeah.
0: yeah. Mom, put down the
3: phone. I'm on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm halfway through this picture. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So we did crack a beer. Go ahead and tell us what we're uh, cracking on. Yeah,
0: we have. um, It's called Untitled Art. It's a fruit smoothie beer.
3: Well, Untitled Art and collabed with Ology, correct? Ology, yes. Yeah, that's a collaboration between two breweries. There
0: you go. Um, And it is called Fruit Smoothie. Uh, contains passion fruit, blood orange, raspberry, and other natural flavors. Uh, this is the nicest color I've seen in a beer poured in a while. Uh, what do you guys think?
1: This is great. This is so good. This so, is fantastic. This is similar to
3: a uh, couple of beers we've had on before, <laughs> a la the Answer, and we've all and mm-hmm. uh, we haven't had a 450 North beer yet, but it's a very similar style. Now we're not sure what the ABV is on there, and I'm, we're not going to question it, you know.
0: <laughs> but it says a really low four point five on 4.5? the can. Four point
3: five?
2: Okay, nice. nice. Seems honest. Yeah, Eric, what do you think about this? <clears throat> I love it. Nice. Yeah, it's um Ology is out of Tallahassee. Um, guys from Florida State, really, really cool, smart guys. Um, they're very young. They they really started their Brewery with a beer series called Juice Lab, which mm-hmm. were just super fruity sours, um, yeah. similar to this. And they started getting into the New England hazy IPAs and stouts. And um, it's nice to see them and Untitled Art work together on a beer like this.
3: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Untitled Art. I feel like everything they do, it's very accurate to the description, especially their stouts. Mm-hmm. Like their stouts, still they'll, they'll put like seven sweet things on this on the label. And they'll all be in the oh, in the stout, <laughs> like like they have the dessert stout game or the pastry stout game, whatever yeah. whichever yeah. term you want to use. But they had that down. We've had
0: them on the show before, right? On yeah. title art,
3: yeah. yeah. Them. I also feel like Hubbard's Cave is close to them on um on that as well.
2: Yes, Hubbard's Caves are uh, stouts are just super thick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're using all kinds of fruits: banana, blueberry, raspberry. Um, I think I actually have a can of one of their stouts in there too. So. Oh, snap. We'll enjoy that. Yep. It, it, it's like <laughs> reaching into the like the mystery bag. I don't yes. know what's gonna happen, but it's always good.
0: So for our listeners, Eric walked in with a little mini cooler filled with beer and ice for us to enjoy. So um if we start slurring towards the end of the show or you know, the wrong words come out, just excuse us and know we are When do the right words quite enjoying out? ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's debatable. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of the episode we have a special surprise. Uh, that Eric has brought for us that we will let you guys know in later.
3: Pull
1: out, Game Strong.
0: Stay tuned. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard pull out, and I said, all right. I'm and, and he came back and in from texting. This is a great beer, by the way. Thank you very much. For You're this. welcome. I Glad wanted to like try it. some Untitled Art stuff uh, because I've seen a lot about it. And, man, this is, honestly, this is very good, very tart, very refreshing. Mm-hmm. And it's, technically, it's happy hour time right now so this is perfect to get us started um i wanted to say you talked about disruption it's like that's one of your main things is what you want to do with modern hops? can you talk to to us talk to us a little bit about like what you mean by that and how you go about doing that
2: yeah um the distribution world in in beer i think was Established a long time ago, obviously. And so there hasn't been a lot of innovation in in that industry. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the companies that are around now have been around for, you know, 50 years. um, Started distributing Pabst Blue Ribbon or Budweiser or um, Coors or Schlitz, whatever it was, and have eventually just grown portfolios. And um, so a lot of the craft breweries started signing on with them. Well, these are huge companies um, that don't necessarily, you know... Have the same sort of um, aspirations or goals as maybe a small craft brewery on the corner mm-hmm. um, that you know we we see a lot of today. So those guys kind of n- really needed a voice. Um, they needed somebody who would look after them, um, who would take care of their product, who would promote their beer actively, um, and also get beer out to the market in a, in a fast manner. Um, you know, when when you get to be really big company, it's a lot harder to be nimble um, you know, to get beer from, from A to B mm-hmm. really qu- in a quick manner. Um, if it's not, you know, backing up a truck to a grocery store. So yeah, that's where, you know, I think there was an opportunity to really start partnering with the smaller guys, um, mm-hmm. the local craft breweries and, and even the guys in, in other States. Um, and we we started working with Cherry Street, but we also wanted to pull in some beer from around the country that we just thought was really, really good. Yeah. And we wanted to share it, you know, similar to this. It was, you would go out to a restaurant and the tap list was just not very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so... You know, you sneak cans of beer in your wife's purse so you <laughs> have something to drink. But um, it was to the point where you would rather just stay at home with friends than than go out and, and drink what's on the wall. And um, that was the number one goal was to just change that and yeah. put some really good options out there because um, there's some amazing beer being made out in the world and it needed to be drank.
0: Makes sense. And then I guess on that note, because you guys work with a lot of craft breweries, that that beer needs to be handled differently than your traditional mainstream beers that are sold everywhere
2: yeah there's a lot of sensitive products um obviously a lot of fruit um a lot of lactose um and things can uh, referment things can spoil uh things can you know become vinegar so you've got to keep it refrigerated you've got to um check dates you got to make sure the beer is always fresh and and that's a goal of ours we don't we don't like storing beer um you know it, it makes our inventory makes our skin crawl so <laughs> yeah we want to get get beer in and out as quick as possible um you know in a, in a safe manner but we we keep everything cold we use a cold chain all our trucks are refrigerated um so we make sure you know everything's being
1: taken care of nice awesome and uh i saw that on the website modernhops.com uh you guys deliver everything within 24 hours is that right we try to
2: yeah, yeah. um we will we will typically get from one end of the state to the other pretty quickly. Very good. Cool. Um we we don't service the southwest part of Georgia yet, but um we go down to Savannah, St. Simons, um we go up to like Helen, um all the way up to photo Fort Oglethorpe and uh Rome and Calhoun and those areas. Nice. And in terms of like your
3: clients, like, or the breweries that you help or not help, but like distribute, is it mainly all Southeast SEC area? Essentially, that's how I, I like to go back to sports all this. So it's like basically the SEC area, or do you guys expand more? Like, are you going more North,
2: more West? We're all over the place. Um, you know, the, obviously the further out you get, the more costly it is. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We have to – we pay a lot of money for shipping, for getting beer shipped to us. <laughs> and, to, and you pay for a reefer truck, you know, so you're talking a few thousand dollars to get beer um, from California or Michigan. Um, but we – you know, Old Nation is a brewery from um, Williamston, Michigan, that we uh, sell a lot of their beer, M43, Boss Tweed. Boss Tweed. So we get their beer regularly. Yeah. Um, we have some guys up in the Northeast that we get uh, their beer regularly. Um, Lupulin from Minnesota – but we don't have a lot of like West Coast partners. Um, okay. We have a cidery in LA called Honest Day we work with. Um, but I would say the bulk of them are probably SEC, gotcha. Southeast. Um,
3: now, now this may be like top circuit right now and you may not be able to tell me, which is fine. But what's the white whale brewery for you? Like the wh- like the one brewery you need to get that you haven't gotten yet?
2: I, it would be Treehouse. Treehouse. Yeah. So, yeah. so. I've always had um affinity for them. Um, For years, I used to travel up there for work, and I'd stand in line and fill my suitcase with cans and bring them home, bring extra suitcases. I I, I know that. I I have a couple
3: of uh, my brother or a couple of friends who have actually taken day trips to Boston with two empty suitcases that were checked in. Yeah, And they come back with two full suitcases that were checked in as well. That's uh, awesome. Thank you, Southwest. Yes, <laughs> um, Backs fly is, free.
2: That <laughs> is uh, the original distribution, right there. It's contemporary <laughs> hops. <laughs> literally, <laughs> was just thinking that. That is. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> That's <laughs> like raw distribution. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's yep. illegal, but yeah. they go on random uh, <laughs> random groups uh, right. in search of yes. currently
2: have. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, that I mean that was really what we did before this. Yeah. Um, Barrett and I would would trade beers all over the country, and and I traveled a lot for work, so. We would just go 50-50 on everything and spend about, you know, $1,000 at Trillium and Treehouse <laughs> and pack suitcases. And then we'd trade those beers for other stuff. Um, and that's kind of how it started. There's, there's, so, yeah. So go I, for so, so question,
3: when did you realize you could turn your beard nerdness into a career?
2: Because that's a dream. Yeah, well, <laughs> it still is. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a career. Yeah. Okay. That's a great answer. I would say that, yeah. it's
0: That's um, obviously up because until, you enjoy what you're doing.
2: Yeah, and up until I, I quit my, I guess, corporate job. Um, were you in distribution or something else when you were doing no, that? No. I, I was in sales and marketing for healthcare companies. Um, I worked for McKesson. Okay. Software company. So
3: you, so you literally did not know, like not, not did not know, but you were, had no experience in distribution at all. None. And you just started moving beer around from here to there. And next thing you know, you have (laughs) probably the, one of the, one of the best
1: um, distribution beer companies in the Southeast, if not in the nation. Oh,
2: thanks. We,
1: we are trying definitely. And did you say when you were established, when you started doing this, like officially with modern hops? Um, I was I was still working my full
2: time job up until I guess last summer. Oh great! Okay. Yeah, so wow, yeah, it was burning it at both ends. I mean, yeah. it was literally um, I was not doing much work for. My other job. <laughs> yeah, um, I was relatable. kind of a D student. there. Hashtag relatable. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Leave it at that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so you, you, you have, have a side hustle a for as long <laughs> as <laughs> it's a hot. So you can't
3: get me a job in the casting. No, I, I'm I
2: left on good terms. There you uh, go. Great, everything, great. everything was good. He, he just left a suitcase of Trillium sitting <laughs> over it, there. Right? Even <laughs> that was my goodbye present. Here even the D students get some
0: love sometimes, you know. Oh, get
2: degrees. No, wait, C's get degrees. C gets degrees, yeah. I set a lot of meetings up, especially meetings. Around Bissell Brothers and in Treehouse, it's like it, why are we visiting the same client in Boston again? It's Eric, like, you've been in Boston six times this month. Like, they're, they're an at-risk
3: like, client. Yeah, really? <laughs> are you I got a huge beer. deal about them about to close? It's
1: like are your per diem is beer? Like did you eat? I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I did <laughs> that same thing. Liquid diet <laughs> every time.
3: In, uh, I'm in Miami. Um, it's like so. Where'd you go eat? Oh, uh, at um, in oh crap. What's at Jaywick? Jaywick. I ate at J Wakefield. Do they have food now? <laughs> liquid diet <laughs> it was good though they got a lot of fruit Actually, yeah, i had my yeah. fruits
1: and you know i had my fruits anyway, that's about it <laughs> um very cool very cool
0: <clears throat> so why don't you um tell us about some of who do you distribute what are some of your favorite beers to distribute and drink um is there any that stand out or any that are unique um that just helps spread across the southeast
2: yeah um you know they're all unique they're all different and and that's what's so fun about it is you know we work with with a lot of different breweries and um meateries and cideries um and it's everyone's got different personality everyone's got a different Mm -hmm. way of doing things so that's another thing is is we're very adaptable to that yeah Um, so we have different relationships with with different people obviously we We'll always have an affinity with Cherry Street um, just because that was kind of where everything started. And yeah, um, been friends and close with Nick Tanner, and, and he was instrumental in helping develop modern hops as well. So, um, Nofo is another one, um, that I like a lot. Um, I'm friends with Joe Garcia, who's one of the owners there. Yeah. Um, he lives actually in my neighborhood. So we became buddies. And <laughs> before he even got involved with beer, it was, it was weird. He lived across the street. Um, we didn't we didn't know each other for like a year, and then somebody was like, "Hey, I, I heard he's starting a brewery." There you go. And uh, I was like, "Really?" So we just hung out at the pool, shared some beers, and all of a <laughs> sudden we became buddies. And then it was kind of become like best we friends. had to work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, we do we do karate, karate in, in the garage? garage? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, all, all the local guys, Schoolhouse, um, you know, Anderby, Firewater, all those guys we, we really love just because they're local businesses that we're trying to help grow their brand as well. Yeah. So um, that's a huge part of it. But some of the out-of-state stuff, each I think each brewery we probably have a unique relationship with just because of the way it started or the way that we became business partners. Um, yeah. A lot yeah. of good stories.
3: And I refer to that. You look a quart low. Anything you would
2: like, sir? Yeah, let's, uh, let's try the puff. Let, oh, I yeah. haven't had this
1: yet. This one? So, what is yeah. this puff? Listen, right. You posted this on Instagram the other day, <laughs> and I showed it to my buddy last night. I was actually having a Cherry Street coconut porter with my buddy last night at the bar. And nice. um, Great so I was just telling him, like, yeah, we actually got something special coming up on the podcast tomorrow. Got a distributor coming. And I showed him the picture of this one, which is one of your most recent Instagram pictures. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, that looks amazing. And I'm like... Yeah man, we'll see what happens, you know. But um so what is he what is Nabil pouring right now for the people at home? So
2: so this is from the brewing project and it's it's called Tangle Manned Peach Ava Puff Tart. Um, so this is it's gonna be a kettle sour similar to like a Berliner um obviously it's got all those fruits in it that are just jumbled together yeah um but it also has marshmallow so
1: Ooh. i love mar- rocky yeah. road is my favorite ice cream partially because of marshmallow oh nice so i'm super excited to try this actually um yeah thank you for bringing that and then why yeah. he won the bills pouring and distributing that no pun intended <laughs> um some of your partners include yeah there you go some of your partners include a state brewing company academia in athens anderby and Peachtree corners cherry street hubbard's cave lupalin nofo which you're wearing the hat right now pipeworks in chicago which we've had before um and eight, then also lost, coming soon. right nice. and also lost druid which is we're going to talk about that in a little bit yeah um but yeah eight states great great guys they're, They're doing some there.
3: super innovative stuff. Uh, I was there two weeks ago for their release. I didn't get the TBD, but I got a couple of other ones. Nice. Uh, let me know when you want; I can share a bottle with you.
2: Oh yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> yep.
3: Um, I've Pop never had a bad beer from them. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. All right, so let's uh, yeah, let's what are try your this thoughts and break on it this down. Beer? Uh, since you're the mm-hmm. since you're the expert, you go first.
2: Hmm. Mm all right i got a lot of orange <laughs> the silence yeah, uh, means lot, it's really good a lot of super citrus on the front <laughs> um you can smell it as soon as you pull the glass up um but it doesn't really drink like it smells mm-hmm. um i don't drink i don't taste a whole lot of citrus but i do get that marshmallow like really cream and smoothie when yeah. it goes down uh definitely smells like a cup of orange juice mm-hmm. <laughs> nice
0: yeah it looks like a cup of orange juice, or at least blood orange juice. Maybe. Might be orange juice.
3: It I don't does. know. I'm just kidding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you need to hydrate, son.
3: <laughs> uh, that's for after the show. There you go. That's for after the show. No, but this is delicious. Um,
1: definitely solid. get that mouthfeel of the marshmallow mm-hmm. in this.
2: Definitely get that. It's got the sweetness to yeah. it as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so how does one become a distributor? I know you kind of talked about how you did it. Yeah. But like what did you have to go through to like officially establish yourself
2: jumping through a lot of hoops? Um, there were, it's obviously a highly regulated industry, um, for anything, alcohol. So to be established, it's background checks galore. Um, you you have to get licensed at three different levels. You have the TTB, which is federal. Um, and then you go to the local government where you're actually going to have, you're going to set up shop. Um, so you have to have a warehouse and a lease for the warehouse before you even go to apply. Wow. Um, so yeah, obviously there's some money upfront involved with that. Um, and you've got to secure a place, which we got a place, um, out in Buford for like 800 bucks a month. It was wow. Not much bigger than this room. <laughs> oh, perfect! Um, nice. Yeah, uh, it was it was pretty so, small. Did your um, Tetris skills come into play? You have no idea how good at Tetris I am. Uh, how
0: many you
3: know? with with
0: kegs? <laughs> how many kegs nice. could you fit in a room this big?
3: Yes, I'm really
2: good at puzzles.
3: Um, but I still have to walk into the room as well, right. so it's nice. You got to leave room for, out for yeah. a And catalog it, so you yeah, got to right? know what you're yeah. getting. Um, for
2: sure. So so for the record, the room isn't big. Yeah, <laughs> it's like half
0: of a regular. Class size classroom (laughs) if that
2: (laughs) um so yeah so then you get the local and and then you go to state and and that's the dor does the licensing for it um so they require it's it's just all kinds of paperwork you got to go fingerprints um then they do inspections uh for the facility
1: and then you know probably four months later you you
2: finally get your licensing
1: so total that process from applying I, and obviously, like finding a warehouse and stuff like that could take a while, but like mm-hmm. the application process, getting that approved, how long does that take? For like, are you opening levels? a distribution company the matter where it <laughs> No, <laughs> no I man, I'm just trying to get people. You're the first distributor we've had on the show, mm-hmm. and we kind of, we definitely collectively made a decision that, like, hey, we want to talk about distribution because we want to cover all craft beer, but we want to make sure that we get somebody who's, you know, yeah, has expert. a unique I don't, story. I don't yeah. think
2: a lot, I didn't. <laughs> i had no idea before we started this what all was involved and and all the rules and regulations until we really got into it and just how hard it is um you know you are you're servicing a lot of accounts we have 550 accounts and we're small right so we have that many those are our customers right yeah those are your retailers but then we work with with all these different breweries um who are our partners and Essentially, we are their customers because we are buying their beer, but we also want to um, make sure that, you know, we're doing right by them because Mm -hmm. we value those relationships Um, because without them, we wouldn't we wouldn't have anything to sell. So, right. (laughs) Um, I mean, you're their customers, but at the same time, they're your client. Yes. So it's kind of like a quid pro quo.
3: Like, not Mm -hmm. only do you need to make sure that they're happy with you and they want to make sure you're happy with them, but also that you're bringing in the product that they're that they're selling. Yep. Yeah. And now we're promoting it,
2: you know. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. uh, you hear horror stories about distributors burying brands and, and breweries just because they don't they don't put them out to market. They right. don't They don't even fulfill orders that
3: are sold, or or or, or not or meet a quota, which is which is yep. what was holding craft craft breweries back originally. Because at times you can't meet a quota of what a big
2: big brand distributor requires. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is, yeah. You won't have enough beer for them, um, or you're not gonna, you know, give them enough marketing money
1: well and then two or three ways i guess you're you're in multiple industries i would say right like obviously craft beer or Mm -hmm. craft beverages right and then supply chain certainly because you got to be logistically on time inventory warehouse shipping handling all that stuff and then uh another thing about modern hops so you you guys are a marketing affiliate for your partners so you kind of go on site to other locations and act as uh, a seller for, Hey, you should get this brewery's beer in here because it's really good. We have this, you can try this. I mean, you guys do kind of all of the above in that sense. And now there, I'm sure there's more to it than that, but just to give people who are listening the full extent of like what modern hops means as a boutique distributor, that's what it means.
2: Yeah. It's um, it is, it is dual faceted. I think we have the sales marketing engine. We have, 11 sales reps in the, in the state. So we are a sales and marketing company, Mm -hmm. but at the same time we're a distribution company. Um, like you just said, so you've got to have both sides of the equation. Um, you gotta be really, really, really organized. Um, the business doesn't really stop. It, you know, starts early in the morning and and goes till midnight. Um, people are still kind of putting orders in or getting things ready for the next day. Um, and then on the weekends, you know, especially in the summer and stuff, it's like beer fest season. So, right. yeah, we have a ton of, um, you know, delivering equipment and jockey boxes and tents and all that stuff. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's multi level um, middle management at its finest. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. And uh, speaking of beer is I think uh, something's coming up soon, right? That is it. Yeah. Back to the juice. Back to um, the
3: juice.
2: Fully- Great stout. <laughs> <laughs> fully in fully engaged with with back to the juice that's been um my life for the past couple weeks and in the next two weeks is um arranging the logistics and um putting together you know pallets of beer from all these different breweries so we have about 49 different pallets of beer coming in a pallet of beer is about 60 cases or wow um, it's 20, a lot of beer. 20 kegs, 26 barrels. So <laughs> yeah, 49 <laughs> times yeah. that is um, is what's about it's, to come it's in. It's X. Yeah. About, approximately and, X.
0: And for our listeners that aren't as savvy on beer festivals, back to the Juice is a beer festival that's coming up. It is ho- located at Lost
3: Druid. This year. Yep. In, in this Avondale year. States. Yep. Yeah. yep. And this is the third or the fourth installment of this. This is the third. The third. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. I think I've been to the past two because the first one was at the garage, yep. correct? Yeah, that was Day of the Juice. Day of the Juice. Day I had juice. a great time yes. over there. And then last year's was amazing. Juice I, Strikes Back. I don't remember where it was because it was that
2: amazing. Re- <laughs> you had no <laughs> idea where you were? You just All showed right. up. Yes. I just went into an Uber afterwards. It was yeah. great. <laughs> it was in... Um, Kentucky, yeah. <laughs> yeah was, I don't know how I got there. I don't know how I got It was there. an expensive so, ass Uber. So you did so you thought two was better than one. Um yeah, I
3: love two. Nice. Yeah. Um well, one was great as well, uh, but two, I just feel like the beer list was if it, it was amazing. The first one was great too, but I didn't have a chance to venture out everywhere. Yeah. But last year it was just kind of very easy to venture everywhere and Mm -hmm. try everything i mean i've actually we've had a bunch of people come on not come on the show but tried a couple of breweries because of the juice festival nice Uh, we became friends with turning point from dallas because of that awesome Mm -hmm. yeah so um
2: yeah it was jp yep oh he's awesome yeah um yeah we're about to get some more some more stuff from them too yeah and that's part of the fun of doing these is just meeting all these different people from around the country and getting to work with them um, you know, Great Notion and Bissell Brothers and uh, the Veil and the Answer guys like that. You know, it's it's cool because I was a guy standing in line for right. cans at their brewery, right? right. And now uh, I'm getting to work with them. Yeah, I, awesome. I feel like you're like one of those uh, reporters that was a giant like. um
3: <laughs> Like, like you know, a, a kid who grew up to be a reporter who was a giant fan of, like, an athlete. <laughs> right. And they see all these athletes, like and they end up interviewing that same athlete when they get a little older. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, oh, I used to stand in line for this beer. Now I'm like when, uh, moving it around.
2: MC Hammer was the bat boy for the A's. A uh, little bit before my time, but completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> completely agree. <laughs> so, yeah, back to the festival. it's yeah. um But it's a charity festival, too. So yeah. that's... um. That's one of the amazing things is just being able to put something on like this and have money to donate to a charity um, is something I didn't think we'd be able to do. And, and uh, to be able to keep doing it is, is awesome. And which charity is this festival this year? So we're going to we're doing the Georgia Transplant Foundation, um, which is something that I'm near and dear to. I had a kidney transplant um, about five years ago. So to be able to give back to them is awesome. But we're also doing um, bottle share. Mm-hmm. So we will donate some proceeds to them. Um, Bottle Share is a local company. Uh, Christopher Glenn started it with uh, Dry County um, about a year or so ago. So that's a that's a foundation that gives back to um, employees of breweries who have accidents. Okay. Oh wow! Oh okay. great! Oh, that's that's awesome. that's cool.
0: And just so our listeners know, are there any any big name breweries that you're like super excited to see at? back to the juice um any that they should make sure they come out to try or that you're excited to try maybe some that are there for the first time
2: yeah i would i would definitely um get some swish from bissell brothers that's one of our favorite ipas um in the world and um it's so exciting to have their beer in in georgia for the first time um we're gonna have some others that I think you know, some of the SRAMS mead that will be there is something that is on another level. Okay. Um, and I would highly recommend hitting that booth as well. Um, I think the, uh, the IPAs from guys like Triple Crossing, uh, Great Notion, The Answer. Um, we're we're going to have one of the juice variants of, from The Answer on as well. Those are amazing. Yeah, so definitely get your hands on that. Um, and then we're going to have some... Abraxas from Perennial Ooh. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are, are familiar with that beer But it's a spicy stout similar to like A, a Hunapu um, But it is it is amazing, delicious, highly rated um, And very excited to have Abraxas At uh, Back to the Juice
0: Nice, and so For our listeners that were focused on The background noise, Nabil cracked another beer <laughs> I uh, have a problem yeah, It's called Loop From Loop Loop it a skill. Lupulin Brewing. <laughs> I, I hope I'm pronouncing that I don't correct. think you did. <laughs> Lup, lupulin? lupulin. Lupulin. There you go. Lupulin. Like,
3: Lupulin. <laughs> Use it in a sentence.
0: And it's called CPB, which is Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. Okay. Nice. Uh, thoughts? I think the name says it all. Yeah. On
2: the it's smell, you would it's want very heavy peanut buttery on the smell. I smell it in the room. Yeah. <clears throat> Peanut butter, chocolate stouts and porters are go super well together.
3: So yeah, it is like it's them like a porter. So if you're mm-hmm. looking, f- you know, if you're not trying to get a heavy stout with like a chocolate peanut buttery flavor, this might work out better for you just because it's not as heavy as a stout would be. So it's a you know a thinner peanut buttery chocolatey flavor. Really enjoy it.
0: Sitting at five point two five. Oh, you could crush a few yeah. of these. It's and yeah, twelve. Yeah,
3: I mean. <laughs> i mean give me a cookie and i'm good
0: (laughs) oh man so i guess the question of the hour and what i'm curious to know is why modern hops what was the thought behind the name what's the story there
2: so it was you know we we wanted we were going to do fresh fresh hops i think at first Mm -hmm. um and this was just kind of bear and i bouncing names back and forth um And I think I looked at Fresh Hops and the name was taken by somebody. The website wasn't available. Yeah. hate when that happens. I know, right? So,
0: um,
3: you know, just. (laughs) What website are you opening? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What website are you making? Look,
0: this is the story of Modern Hops, okay? We'll come back to my story later. That's that's on the next podcast.
2: (laughs) I can't wait to hear the website name. It's Modern (laughs) Notter. Modern Nads. It was taken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: also taken.
2: <laughs> so the, um, you know, it was just sort of the whole theme of how do we how do we change the game of, of beer distribution, and it was you know really just to modernize things and and bring it to where we are now. We've got a lot of cool things we've been planning on and developing that I think will even further modernize um, you know craft beer and in the craft beer industry. So. Um, we just we really wanted to change it and I think the modern hops fit. Um, you know, obviously distributing wine and things like spirits and all that. We, yeah. We've, we've toyed with creating something else. Um, but we'll see where it goes. So
3: personal question, and this is actually it's not personal, but personal question. When, uh, when you guys came up with the idea to open a distribution company, uh, you and Barrett right? Mm-hmm. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how drunk were you guys?
2: The <laughs> thing is, we didn't really know what we were opening. Um, oh, interesting! It was a. I'm in sales and marketing, yeah. Right, and yeah. and what do I love to do is is to you know go and drink new beers and, and share new beers, and so how do I sell? How do I sell and market that? Yeah. Um. So it was kind of like, all right, could I go work? F- you could go work for a brewery and be a sales mm-hmm. rep, right? But then you you only really get to sell one beer. Yeah. Um. So this way, you know, we we kind of got to sell a lot of different kinds of beers. Um, yeah. So it wasn't really that we were like, oh, we really want to be distributor. Um. Because I don't know that we. St- we still want to yeah. be a distributor. Really,
0: but. the original aim was to get paid to be a test taster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to try your Ideally. beer. Ideally. Pay me. Yes. No. Thanks. <laughs>
2: um, Sir, that's not enough. Right. Uh, yet, we wanted to legally bring beer into the state, not not just through a suitcase. So okay, gotcha. Was... Gotcha. You.
3: So, you, so, you got tired of worrying about getting randomly selected, or maybe that's just mine and now problem. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it could be the beards, but I don't know. Who but knows? It, yeah. <laughs>
2: You got to put it in the suitcase. Yeah, and check it.
0: <laughs> he got tired of flying Southwest. Is really what it right. Was. Yes. <laughs> Ready for
2: Delta. Right.
3: All right. All right. So let's uh, let's transition to sports real quick, and then we'll come right back to Back to the Future. Or I'm sorry, not Back to the Future. Back Back to the Juice. Back to the Juice. Come on, there dude. we Go. Come on. All right. So you are a Chicago fan, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Die so, hard. So, okay, uh, just ra- okay, you got to rank the teams. Uh, Bears, Cubs, Sox. I know it's not Sox, but still Bears, mm-hmm. Cubs, Sox, Bulls, Blackhawks, go.
2: Um, Cubs, Bulls, Bears, Blackhawks, Sox. Okay. Nice. All right. Maybe Northwestern ahead of the Sox. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like the White Sox. <laughs> All right.
3: Uh, so, you wake up in the summer. Who is the quarterback behind Mitch Trubisky?
2: Behind Mitch Trubisky? number two
3: quarterback. So you know the Bears can get a quarterback this offseason. Yeah, right? they yeah, have yeah. to, right?
2: I mean, what are the what are the options left? All like right,
3: so Cam Newton. Uh, so I'll roll. Mid- up. I'll yeah. name a couple of quarterbacks, okay. um, starting with the most unlikely to the mm-hmm. most likely. So Tom Brady, no. Teddy Bridgewater, maybe. Um, Andy Dalton. Eh, I hope not. Nick uh. Foles.
2: <laughs> uh, he's he's serviceable, I guess.
3: <clears throat> Jameis Winston.
2: He'd be fun to watch, you know? i give him that. 30 for 30. 30-30 club. Yeah. Of um, else <laughs> we got. 30, uh, Marcus hilarious. Mariota. I, don't have, I wouldn't mind seeing Mariota with a resurgence somewhere, right. especially uh, with the Bears. All right. Uh, Derek Carr. What? Wh- why would Carr be available? So the rumor is yeah. if um,
3: Tom Brady goes to the Raiders – that uh, the Raiders will either trade or release Derek Carr. Wow. And also John Gruden does not like Derek Carr.
2: Interesting.
0: And the last person John Gruden didn't like ended up on our team anyway, yeah. so might as well take them all. I was going to say,
3: <laughs> get, all the, get all the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> gotten, uh, is there, is there any other quarterback that I'm not thinking of? Oh, wait, um, a one-legged Alex Smith. Um, No. Okay. Pass on that. He can walk. Alex I Smith. like Bridgewater. Bridgewater, I think, is a good fit. It'd be a great fit. Now the other question is thirty million dollars or twenty-seven million dollars a year. Yeah, is that a fit?
2: Mm. I don't. I mean, it's not our money, right? So why not? <laughs> 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 okay. pay, just, pay them. It's not All like I, Modern Hops is paying no, that check. It, yeah, Mind exactly. Miss <laughs> M- <laughs> McCaskey's just over there on your door, like. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's, you know, as a fan, it's always one of those things like, oh, it's too much money, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I mean, if the team wants to pay it, yeah let's, oh, well, let's get the big free agents. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'd love to get Teddy
2: Bridgewater. I just don't think we can do it
3: salary cap-wise. Yeah.
2: But, yeah. All right. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what are your expectations for the Bears next season? Uh, depends who the
3: other quarterback is. Now, if Mitch
2: Trubisky plays 16 games, I think we
3: go 6-10. and 10.
2: Okay. So you want to pull the plug on him?
3: Yeah. All right. I I, I just don't think he can run the offense, and I don't think Nagy trusts him.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I think we have a bounce-back season, even if Mitch is the quarterback, but that's an optimistic fan in me as well.
2: You like? Uh, you think 10 wins? I think 10
0: wins. I think we make the playoffs again next season.
3: With Mitch playing how many games? With Mitch playing all of them. Playing. Okay, so you think Mitch is going to play 16 games?
0: I think Mitch is going to play 16 games.
3: Okay, wow. He hasn't played 16 games in his career yet. I thought he, played he did the 3 years? He played 3 years. Rookie year he didn't start. Mm-hmm. Second year he got hurt. Uh 1 game, 2 games. 2 games. He missed the Lions and the Giants game. Mm. Last year he was hurt for so the playoffs, games. right? Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: 4 games last year, right? 3. 3 games. Maybe What's he missed a game or year
3: two. Year 2. They win 12 games. So year 2 we went 12 and 14, uh, 12 and 4. Yeah. 12 and 4 and um yeah, and that was mainly on the defense. Uh, defense scored so many touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think if we can get a real strong safety next to Eddie Jackson, the defense will be a lot better.
0: Yeah. But I think we bounce back. Just optimistic fan.
2: I like it.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess I'm the pessimistic side. <laughs> Whatever.
2: <laughs> we balance Playoffs each other out. or go 0-16. So, that's, that's my theory. So how do you <laughs> like,
3: feel about being a
2: Chicago fan in the Atlanta market? It's hard. I, it's It's been hard ever since I was a kid um this is all sec right so yeah. yeah um you know in in the atlanta market i i moved here at the start of the braves i think dominance and then l east so wait it
3: so i was a kid when this happened so you yeah. literally saw greg maddox move from your team
2: i did and you came into his backyard he and followed me oh, here man that um, must that,
3: that must have been rough <laughs>
2: <laughs> um yeah it was i it was 90 i think when we moved here um and it was it was great because we got a great deal on season tickets the braves yeah. were in last place forever and uh 91 it, worse for, for worse the first there's some trillium i think i just found
3: the holy grail guys <laughs> <laughs> uh so this is just for me and him you guys can leave <laughs>
0: Um, and Trillium is one of the breweries that you enjoy the most, correct? Or yeah, Trillium's
2: always been one of my favorites. Yeah, um, Boston—they've—they've they've blown up over the last few years. Um, but I think one of the forefathers of the New England style IPA mm-hmm. movement, I guess.
0: And Trillium is someone we've never—we haven't had them on air, have we? Yes, we have. We have. Okay, uh, clearly before my time.
2: Nope, you were here. You just—you just, you just <laughs> weren't paying attention.
0: Damn, shit happens.
2: What uh so so what about you guys? What's your what's your
1: favorite beer that you've had to date or favorite brewery? Uh, I mean I like the first one, the untitled art, the uh, he means in general. just in general. In, general. in general, yeah. Like in life. You don't have well, to choose yeah. from these on the table. <laughs> no, yeah, well you you asked about today, which is actually a question that I wanted to ask oh, yeah. everybody later, so it's great that you asked that. But I like the first one that we had today. As far as in life, I think beer is just kind of a mood thing. You know, like sometimes you just got to be in the right mood for the right yeah. beer. So, like, obviously, my love for craft beer started with IPAs. I think that's probably where it starts for most people. So for a couple of years before we ever did the podcast, it would be like, let me get an IPA. I'll try them all. I wasn't always a big fan of sours. And then, I don't know, something happened. And I guess partially this podcast happened. And it became a matter of like, well, sours are really good beers. And they can be on the IPA side or they can be on like, the light side they can be you know they can be mm-hmm. a little bit of everything yeah. in a way um so like i've really gravitated towards some nice sours and then again like with the darker beers if it's cold outside you want to drink a darker beer right so for me my diet and my beer appetite is always just based on my mood i diet I'm craving, what seasonal? i'm feeling they, yeah
0: they go hand in hand
3: diet
1: right. um I seasonal I taste buds yeah. <laughs> yeah. your diet
2: shouldn't matter uh <laughs> well for me, you know yeah. in the winter you want to eat like more meat and yeah. Meat and, you know, just yeah just <laughs> right sprints, before hibernation
0: dude come on eggs. yeah <laughs> uh
3: for me um it you, i i haven't been to treehouse yet i need to go i've had their beer multiple times never made it down there trillium is awesome but i really like the answer
1: yeah i love yeah.
3: the i just love the have you been there yeah oh nice. i just so do you eat the food so yeah i've been to the restaurant and yeah. i've been to the downstairs you got the food over there as well yeah And like you go to the restaurant and they have an expansive beer list, like it's crazy their beer list they have.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: But then the entire time while you're eating, you're like, I just want to go downstairs and just drink the beer over there, like. (laughs) Yeah. And like the downstairs, like yeah, they have the juices and everything, but their IPAs and stouts are still amazing. They are.
2: Um, That's you know we we call the kind of the trifecta a lot of you know breweries that can do. IPAs, sours, and stouts really yeah. well, and, and there aren't a ton of them out there, and and that's one that yeah. crushes it. And like it, it's
3: and like I know everyone's still kind of like going crazy on the juice thing with like what the A B b is. Even if you avoid that at the answer, yeah, they still do cool stuff with their beer slushies, mm-hmm. like le- legitimate slushies, yeah, and uh, and, and the still
2: on-doll, the doll machines,
3: yeah. And, and like, and their IPAs are still really good. And like, you know what, their stouts, their adjuncts and everything. Like the
1: answer is just up there for me. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think I saw that maybe it was last year's festival or so, but there's something about Richmond. Like you were, you know, cause I know that the beer festival, like you, it, you prioritize smaller craft breweries. Right. And the bill's big on Richmond as far as like an up and coming craft beer scene. Um and I think I read an article in doing our research for this where you know Pace Magazine or something was like the reporter was like I'm super excited to try this beer from Richmond mm-hmm. because it won a lot of us over and so I mean just speaking to like the answer yep yeah, you know, they do a lot of good we've had some really good stuff yeah. from there before and yeah. like there's also well Richmond has a
3: lot of cool breweries Triple Crossing Vale mm-hmm. um yeah I I mean the craft brewery market just in specific states are just amazing and it's crazy how like You go a little further To a different state And it's not as good Yeah But then I don't know It's it's just crazy how like Specific states in my mind Like Boston Uh Virginia Um
2: Uh California California is freaking huge California you know, yeah. is freaking huge Charlotte yeah. Charlotte's turned into yeah. a nice little Um Beer scene Yeah Um What's that We've the, had some I, stuff
1: from there what,
3: What's the brewery in Charlotte right now That it, I think they're maybe two years old Um, um
2: Resident Culture?
1: Resident
3: Culture. They, they're they doing awesome stuff. Didn't well, we they have the triple here. IPA in the bill? Yep.
1: We had a triple IPA from there. And then Salud is Salud. A yes. really awesome. We're tr- we're working to get them on the show oh, via nice. phone call. Yeah. Good. Um, so, yeah, we definitely want to talk to them. And, you know, I'll say that, like, while I like the sours and the stouts right now, it's kind of what I'm feeling because I'm kind of played out on the IPAs. There's so many. Yeah, But, like, really the double IPAs and, like, the, the hazy ones – lately of what I've been seeking out as far as like in the IPA category. I mean, I'll take that Trillium if you don't want it. No, <laughs> you, I've, been, I've been seeking out the hazy IPAs and the bill wants to take the hi, hazy IPA in my hand uh, saying that I don't want to drink. I, I would love This is great. This yeah. is amazing. I don't I don't ever get tired of these yeah. these beers. Um, they're mm-hmm. just so good.
2: Uh, so what is
3: it? Uh, describe the beer
2: to us. Yeah,
0: and so for our listeners, we have a double dry hopped metal double IPA. I think it's called m- double dry hopped metal. Uh, from Trillium, sitting at 8.9%. Uh, it doesn't does drink it like it? Like uh, no. Yeah.
3: Uh-uh. I, I would say, I don't know. How many of these can you crush? I would say I can crush about four. A gentleman's yeah. four-pack?
2: Yeah. this It'd is be a one. fun day. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this is one of those where you go to a brewery
1: <laughs> or you go to a bar and you're like, all right, what beer am I having? I'm having right. this one. And then this is just what you keep ordering. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, right. you're hey, watching the
2: Bears game, you drink four-pack yeah. and- Sitting your depression, yeah. at least last season. Few, <laughs> few, yeah, I mean, it, if you find right. this at a at a at a
3: restaurant or anywhere outside of Trillium, let me know where we are. So, so I'm you know
2: there. that um, the what's the Patriots Stadium, Gillette? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. So they sell Trillium and Treehouse cans. Are, are you kidding uh, me? At Gillette.
0: Wow, no wonder All they're right. so good. Road,
3: road <laughs> tri- Okay, hey. <laughs> I'm calling her right now. Next time the Bears are in New England, you and I are going to the game. Uh, that would be awesome.
0: Right?
2: That's a yeah, dream right let's there. Do it. Right? That's a dream. That's I a dream.
0: 100%. 100%. I love. Now that you're not invited. <laughs> well, that would be an all-expense trip by Modern Hops, right? right? Like, it'd be field research. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I break the bank, Who's but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably it's why Bill and Belichick beer. and Tom Brady are staying. Right? Yeah. yeah." yeah. Have some oh, Okay, yeah, game. That, I,
1: I would.
3: That's a question I want to ask. All right. Where is Tom Brady going?
1: I like Vegas.
2: You think Vegas? I like Vegas. Cause, is it because you um, just won Derek Carr? Kind of. Yeah, you, you got me excited <laughs> about Derek I mean. Carr. Wow. It's a conspiracy theory. How? I mean, how can the Bears get a franchise quarterback through the back door? That's amazing. Yeah.
3: I mean, the same way we got our franchise defensive end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're
1: going to release him? God okay. bless Gruden. Yeah, right? thank you. Please. So Allegiant <laughs> Stadium, that's the name of the Raiders stadium out there. Okay. My, my brother lives in Vegas. He sent me a picture before we started recording. So it's called Allegiant Stadium. You're looking at a picture of the new Raiders oh, nice. stadium. So that could be Tom Brady's next home, is what you're telling me. That's okay. really nice. Yeah. So, uh, so
2: Nashville Nashville seems probable, maybe. I just came so, back from there. So, like, over the weekend. Can I paint a
3: picture for you guys? Nice. Yeah. Let's um, do this. All right. 49ers. With the Garoppolo trade? It's not even the Garoppolo. Well, Garoppolo. Why would
2: why would San Francisco want to do that? First of all, question.
3: first of all, who's better, Tom Brady or Garoppolo?
2: Right now? Right now. I would say Brady, but how close is he from just being completely done? Okay. Like one hit. Who has the best tight end in the league? Oh, Garoppolo. Well, yeah. right
3: now. Forty yeah, nine, right? Sure. Yeah. Who who has Arguably? Okay, so the only other tight end Travis would be Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Hurts. Yeah.
1: But, Birds. Austin Hooper's on the lower level, but Hooper, or it's Kelsey, anyway. So,
3: so I would say that Kittle will block when Kelsey won't.
1: I don't disagree. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, I think Um, it's... Who has has the best
3: play caller in the league?
0: Asif? The 49ers.
3: (laughs) Kyle Shanahan is the best play caller in the league. (laughs) Sorry for Atlanta fans who are still butthurt. They have the best play caller in the league. Offensive line-wise... San Francisco may have Has a top five offensive line mm-hmm. we, we can argue that if you want That's fine Defensively wise They're on the up come. Mm-hmm. Their defense is legit Yep yeah. Now what has Tom Brady always had When he went a Super Bowl A tight end yeah. A defense An offensive line And a great play caller Also fun fact Tom Brady Grew up a 49ers fan And he was in the stadium When the catch happened Really? Yep
2: why did he grow up a Niners
1: fan? Because
3: he grew up in San Francisco. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay,
1: <laughs> so yeah, he's from he's from that area. So I mean, the homecoming for Tom Brady certainly makes sense. But Vegas It man, does,
2: but I don't see why. I mean, for San Francisco, you're giving up maybe eight years of being okay, really good for what two
0: max two. If, so.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: max that's the thing to do nowadays so though. so i'll say one Just thing get a, ring. a Just super cheat bowl till you get that ring a super
3: bowl me? will buy you 10 <laughs> years of clout if you uh, win a super
1: bowl you have 10 years of clout i disagree well clout. i mean what do you mean by clout? that
3: means for the next 10 years you could be up and down whatever but
1: you won the super bowl
0: i guess so okay
1: uh, if uh, not 10 years i'll say five years Yeah, I would say it's uh, these days five max, bro. So the thing is, look, Tom Brady Brady got six. Tom Brady has five or six Super Bowl rings in New England, and he's not even like welcome back. Like they want him to. Well, the thing is, and he's the
3: greatest quarterback of our time, bro. Okay, so let me ask you a question: Is it crazy that Bill Belichick is letting Tom Brady go?
1: What well, you just said, no. the no. Super Bowl buys you five to ten years of clout. And it yeah, it's what it well, should. has so, been good forever. He's yeah. literally being shown the yeah. door.
3: So if you have the opportunity to get <clears throat> that person, why aren't you? Uh,
1: well, that's a two different well, things,
0: also, right there. Belichick is an offensive genius, like defensive. He's a, oh, well, he's a football you. genius. He's a football genius. He's yeah. a
3: football genius, but Bill Belichick is never a coach offense.
0: Yeah, uh, true, fair enough. But yeah. he's a genius on yeah. either end of the ball. Yeah, I matter.
1: would say that those are two different things. I just don't see
2: Sam Fran doing the deal unless I don't they either. get a boatload of picks.
3: I mean, they'll get a max second round pick back for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I, I mean, because because remember the the thing is, Bill Belichick did Kyle Shanahan a favor. By trading him Jimmy Garoppolo for a second round pick, sure. So it would be a favor, right? So back. it's an IOU. It, it, it's kind of kinda thing. like a quid pro quo, like <laughs> a wink, wink. Like you know, it's one of those old back deal mob I'll give, deals. I'll give you Garoppolo, Yeah, you to give it, him back. Yeah, in it's here. like you know, the cigarettes <laughs> fell off the truck. I just found them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Yes.
0: Anyways, um, so in Atlanta we have a couple of bunch of exciting things coming up. Okay. Uh, March Madness is on the way. Um, Ooh is is Modern Hops doing anything or do you have anything special planned for March Madness since it is hosted in our wonderful city?
2: It is. Um and I'm I'm super pumped cuz I am a huge um NCAA basketball fan. Hell yeah. Um I grew up just watching the tournament and
1: So you might be one of those people like me where you like college basketball more than college football. Yes. where I'm getting it. Yes. Okay, sweet. Yes. Awesome. Oh um, yeah.
2: I love gambling on it. I love watching it. I I love filling <laughs> okay. out brackets. Can you tell me your best gambling story that you've won on? Um Mercer Duke Moneyline. Wow. No way. Yeah. So,
1: plus what? Uh so they were yeah, plus that was, Well, that was a fifteen two 1200, upset. Twelve hundred, I yeah.
2: think. Wow.
3: Um,
1: it, yeah, so it, we did that
2: bankroll modern hops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, I think Barrett put a hundred dollars on the money line. Holy um, shit! So yeah, Barrett and I are we we actually met playing basketball. Okay. Um, he played at, at Georgia State, and and we were huge basketball fans. So we met down on St. Simons, but um yeah we we did we all money lined. We were out in Vegas, and you know we were just <sighs> kids from, from Georgia. G- yeah. Holy we're shit! Like let's do it, and you know a lot of us put like twenty five bucks down or something, but he put a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, $1,200 win on that. And it's that's nice. how Modern Hop started. Okay, yeah. So All you
1: thanks so, to Mercer. So you don't
3: have to answer this question. So you said you were in Vegas. So you don't have to answer the question. You could definitely plead the fifth, but pleading the fifth will definitely answer the question for me. Oh, Lord. Did you end how up you at Spearmint re- Rhino?
0: <laughs> Did you end up at Spearmint Rhino? No. Okay. There,
3: <laughs> there are other options, so. <laughs> A- anyways. <laughs>
0: So back to what Modern Hops is doing for March Madness. What, yeah. what can we look forward to? So
2: the the challenge is that our festival is the weekend before. Oh, um, but the the also the good thing is we're getting a lot of additional beer in mm-hmm. from around the country. So I would love to do something that plays kind of into the teams that are in the final four, um, and sort of have an event from the cities that those are around. Hopefully, we can match it up with the with the breweries we have but um you know we've we've tried to get a little creative with with brackets and things like that and yeah and i don't know that we've found the perfect solution but i, I would love to do something more tailored towards march madness if we had the time to plan it how okay. do you how do you feel
1: about like themed beers like sports themed beers well, it, right I, I enjoy them
3: yeah i have an idea real quick so the juice the juice strikes back is during the sweet 16 right uh, yes No Elite Eight Elite Eight Yeah So How about At every station There's like a little bucket Where you just kind of vote Or something Like some way to vote And that you have this, The Elite Eight figured out by whichever has the most votes at the festival
2: of the breweries of the breweries yeah we could do that you have
3: one vote per person like you give them something i don't know right and you just give it to the brewery and then you get your elite eight by whoever has the most of them at the end of the day
2: and we do an elite eight of the fest elite eight yeah. of the
3: fest and then after that it's modern hops fan voting on twitter or
1: instagram right yeah watch mm. like about it. bears birds and brews boom <laughs> there you go hey, that's
0: our brilliant collaboration
1: yeah. See, we do marketing I, too clearly yeah. <laughs> i like it
2: um we've thought about and and actually not thought about but are going to do another themed event. Um details will be announced I think after back to the juice but it'll be more of a all local breweries kind of thing.
0: Oh nice. yeah. That's exciting. Um Great. and then, while that's been happening, Nabil has opened up another can. Uh, it is another collaboration with Untitled Art and Cruz Blanca Brewery in Chicago, and it's called a Dolce de Leche Stout um, with dairy and natural flavors. That's all it says. I
1: couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this pop out the cooler. Dolce <laughs> de Leche. That's crazy. That's wild, man. Oh, and wow. And it
0: is really cool can art, like phenomenal that um, is the
1: cool thing about
2: them yeah. is and they yeah. give credit to the artist did it. And yeah, they you always tag them on instagram
1: um so it's cool to see all their stuff It's really
0: cool and we'll post pictures on bears at bears birds and brews on instagram and twitter of these can arts
1: so I, I i don't know if nabil brought this up earlier i had to take care of some stuff but you were missing for a little bit yeah well i had to take <laughs> you know i work here at lantech park so i had to help out but um nabil has this theory of the fancier the can art the less quality beer it is, like it's not as good beer. it's not I, specifically, I, but in, in, yeah, in a weird, in,
3: in a weird way,
1: kind of. I feel like sometimes eye candy can be deceiving. So I mean, and we've maybe seen that both ways, but I feel like for the most part, the can art, if it's good, the beers I found tend to be pretty good. But mm-hmm. I'm just curious to your take on that because we've got a bunch of different, and we'll post a picture of all this that'd on be a Instagram. good case study. Um, but I.
2: I think there's good and bad beers with good and bad labels. Um you know, it depends on what you mean by fancy. So
3: so my this my theory was this. If you don't know about the brewery, yeah. If you don't know anything about it, do not base the beer don't you're getting you off of okay. the art yeah. because like sometimes I mean, this
2: label's like it's on crooked um you know it's slapped see, on there with a sticker see the, the but that's thing craft is, right? but yeah. you, see the I thing mean, is
3: this this type of label would attract me I'd be like oh okay. snap there's literally a person who is in charge of doing this yeah. this is probably can 273 where he's like you know what I'm really tired <laughs> I'm or, really tired
0: I'm really drunk and I'm still Either way, on he's stickers, drinking it. Right? Either way, he's been drinking it. He or yes. she has been drinking it. Yes.
3: Now, when it's just a really fancy can, highly distributed, whatever, and I'm looking at it, and I've never heard of the brewery, never heard of the beer, mm-hmm. I'm a little more skeptical to just grab it and go. Will I look it up or something and figure it out and make an educational guess? Yes. But I'm not going to see a pretty picture and just take it.
2: Right. That's, Um. I mean, that's very useful knowledge. Where do you guys <laughs> usually shop?
3: Uh, so in terms of beer, I normally go to I told you about the spot you've told me about it as well, downtown Duluth. I'm um, downtown Lawrenceville, Exhibit Ale. Yeah. Pick up cans or growlers over there. Um here and there go to mega mega package stores. Nice. But yep. if not, I'm going to the actual brewery and getting beer. Okay.
0: Yeah, luckily we've been able to do that for a little while now. Yeah. We're yeah. Fortunate to visit quite a few awesome breweries. Um, do you have any good suggestions on where we can find some awesome craft beers
2: so um locally close to here um sweetwater package is good Um, okay they're not too far from here uh mega is is great um matt have you been to max's on mcginnis ferry i have not so it's it's right where mcginnis ferry and 141 meet okay Okay. um this is the i shopped at this store uh before modern hops Mm -hmm. that's where i got my beer i uh i brought ritesh um he's the owner i brought him beers from all around the country and um they he has probably one of the best selections in the state that's honestly
1: not too far
2: from where we are it's like 10 minutes away from where we are right now Oh, you guys yeah yeah, definitely go um nice i mean if it's if it's available in georgia he's got it okay and he has a huge
1: selection Nice. Nice. That's good to know. Thank you. And that's, once again, that's Max's on McGinnis Ferry and 141. That's it. (laughs) I um Just to answer your question, I live close to Variant Brewing. I live like five minutes away, 10 minutes away. So I live in downtown. Well, I live in Roswell, but downtown Roswell is super close. And then Pontoon Mm -hmm. is on the other side of the river for me. So like if I have, and I live close to North River Tavern, which is right in between them. So like if I ever have like a super urgent craft beer fix. Yeah. I just go to one of those nice. three. And I'm North River
3: Taverns—they have a lot of cool, it's good a lot of cool beer stuff, and mm-hmm. also one of the few bars still in Georgia you can smoke in. So it's always, yeah. Good. yeah. Almost so. as
2: changed since I've been there last. <laughs> have you been to uh, Battle and Brew, yes. Sandy Springs? Yes, that's a I cool, cool spot too. Yeah.
3: Great beer. I had a couple of Untitled Arts over there last yeah. time I went. They had. Um, it was i think it was like a blueberry with lactose or something it was great is that
0: is that where we yeah. went to after axe throwing yes, that one that time after okay i've okay. yes. been there that place is cool with all they, the video games yeah, yeah they do some
2: cool they did a willy wonka themed beer dinner um oh. last year which was incredible nice um, so it's it's cool to see people doing stuff like that yeah all right
0: um i guess just to close it up a couple of last thoughts um with all of the coronavirus fear spreading around um, any chance that will affect uh, back to the juice or what are some precautions that we are sure. taking at back of the juice to ensure that, you know, the, the people coming are safe and secure and are able to be in a healthy environment?
2: Yeah, it's obviously something we've um, thought about and, and considered. Um, we do have some hand washing stations um, that we are purchasing to have set up there. So we'll have those around. Um you know, obviously, we will we'll probably have to have some sort of a, um, a form or, or some sort of sign, depending on um, where we are with the coronavirus at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what, we'll definitely take precautions to make sure that everyone is clean, um, you know, that people are keeping their hands washed and that there's plenty of hand sanitizer and shampoo or soap available for people to and, to and shampoo their. for and Sh- shampoo shampoo. Might, yeah. you might need shampoo your shampoo. dogs and yeah. yeah all that stuff but hopefully it you know it won't be a, a huge issue <laughs> yeah obviously um we'll see what happens in in three weeks
1: limited tickets still available
2: <laughs> very <laughs> limited um wow. we're almost sold out but wow. yes um we are approaching capacity so uh beer list will probably be published in the next probably four days the full tap list and Um, they can
0: find that online at
2: uh facebook is the best way um follow back to the juice the event page or modern hops and instagram um obviously our website and then the tickets can be bought at ticket leap and will people find you stumbling around over there or are you going to be working (laughs) that day oh yeah we're always working i
3: hope well, i'm talking about you not at not, not modern hops i know modern hops <laughs> yeah. is working i'm talking about yeah, you it's
2: uh i if you would have saw me the first year i was literally running around from corner to corner um last year was a little more enjoyable yeah i'm hoping that this year will be that that way too but yeah for me the the majority <laughs> of the work comes before yeah and getting all the beer here and then making sure it's it's all there um you know there'll be probably 150 beers on um some mead as well, some cider, some kombucha. We'll be nice. pouring.
1: Nice. Nabil and we're trying to volunteer and yeah. pour over there. So yeah. great. I mean I so volunteered good. last year, so please do. Yes, sir. Um
2: we will uh we'll definitely treat the volunteers as something special. Oh, yeah. Um, to drink as well all right uh so before we do
3: wrap up um i'm gonna let you pick the last one we're drinking because uh, you brought a lot so i don't know if we want to knock all these out we can do another hour and just knock all these out <laughs> yeah we're, or, we're
2: here I, all evening yeah, yeah you
3: guys <laughs> gotta get the check-ins um get so, them
2: going so
3: which one do you want to open next are we going with this mead are we going with a mystery bag what are we going with um, um way to
0: ruin the surprise neville let's
2: let's talk about this mead for a second let's talk about, so. about do it, it. So this is a bottle of, uh, Shram's mead, a smile of fortune. Um, Shram's is been, uh, well known as, is one of the best mead makers in the country. Um, Ken Shram wrote a book called making modern mead. So literally wrote the book on modern mead. And, um, a lot of people have followed his, his styles and traditions. These are, if you guys are untapped users, um, most of their meads are 4.5 and above. Wow. Okay. 4.6. Um, so them and Pips have all the the top rated meads, and just for our listeners, what's a standard mead ABV? So um, mead can be anywhere from there. There are session meads um, that are sparkling, and, and those can be around five or so. But most okay. most ABVs um, are going to be around probably thirteen to sixteen. Oh, okay. Man. So this is a
3: sessionable mead rather than a more more of like the traditional mead that will be a lot more like more like a stout where it's a lot more heavy and more.
2: And this one is.
3: 13.5. Okay, cool. So, so we're on the, you know,
2: a Beowulf mead rather than the um, <laughs> true, than um, the other one. So, so when people think of mead, you know, you think of the Game of Thrones, Beowulf, Thor, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this is, I mean, when you think of modern mead, it's it's called a melomel, which is a fruited mead. Um, mm-hmm. And they use so much fruit in these products to ferment it with the honey that, um, well, I'll let you guys try it and you can, you can tell me what you think. But Okay. This has cherries, um, boysenberries, and black currants. Wow. Based off the of look right now, it's coming off looking more like
1: a wine, just off the look. Well, the, And we had to uncork the bottle, so yeah. it definitely has that wine feel, characteristic, personality, if you will. Treated like wine, I would say, especially with that ABV, too. I mean, it, yeah. a lot of wines are Essentially, that you right yeah, much. it is um, honey wine. Hell yeah.
0: And so a mead would be closer to a wine than a beer. 100%. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. The the style of, of making the product is is very similar. That's super
1: oh, good.
3: On the smell, I'm
2: getting more of a wine as well.
3: Yeah. Maybe cherries. Like I'm not
1: sure. Grapes.
2: Is there
3: cherries in here? It smells yeah, like grapes we've had, in yes.
1: We've had some awesome beers today. I mean, I feel like... I kind of enjoy this one quite a bit. I love wine. Like I love a good glass of red wine, especially if I'm just gonna have one drink. Mm-hmm. I just go to wine because yeah. if you start with beer, you start with liquor. It's like, all right, let me get another one. Let me get right. another one. Wine, I can have one, and I'm you can sip on it. Yeah, I taste the honey in this for sure.
3: So, so definitely sweet, and in the mouthfeel, I definitely get the honeyness because it's kind of thick. When a wine is not as thick, so yeah.
2: Would you guys buy a bottle of this or no? Uh, it
3: it, it would just depend. Um, would I buy a bottle to share with these two gentlemen? No.
1: If, right, if, for the right yeah. occasion. For the right occasion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If you, also, if you, were, you, know, if you were more like push. an Erica yeah. instead of an Eric, then yes. Okay, I, I, got it. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if that's it, not happening. <laughs> <anything. Yeah. laughs> I'll tell you a joke after we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're going to tell him a joke later? <laughs> I, yeah, I got a joke about that stuff. Like I do up, so I uh, got joke we'll so this. But yeah. <laughs> um, how much does this retail for, if you don't mind? Because um, like you asked. Yeah,
2: yeah no the sh- the shrams are anywhere from like twenty something a bottle to sixty a bottle. Um, wow. This one, I think, is probably in the middle of that. Um, but there are we do distribute superstition um, from Arizona. They make a mead called Berry White, mm-hmm. which has white chocolate and, and fruit in it, and that retails for like eighty nice it's not it's not honey is not cheap Um, so well they use organic honey not regular honey right most of them yeah and a lot of specialized honey
3: so i could definitely see this kind of booming it's you know later on like this looks like you know the craft brewery craft beer has already kind of made its way and then meat is coming on the back end kind of kind of following craft beer and you know it may not be right now but couple of years from now mead could be uh could be huge mead could have their own festivals in general Mm -hmm. but it's just not as mainstream as craft beer is which as backwards as that is that is saying (laughs) craft beer being mainstream but
2: right it It has become mainstream
3: it has become very mainstream like even in the craft beer community depending on what you drink you're either craft or not craft yeah you labeled yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> they judge you based right, off of yeah. how accurate your sticker is. Yeah. No, 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 but, 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 but but honestly, like, um. So th- there was a question I was not asking ask you earlier, and it kind of fell out of place. I'll ask you right now, like, yeah. how selective are you guys in your brewery? Extremely. Like, so yeah, it's that's a great question, to Bill.
2: It Thank is. You. Um. Even more so now than than when we when we first started. You know we were very targeted and Mm -hmm. and we were also naive i mean you know i was calling treehouse and trillium and these guys and they were (laughs) laughing at me right um so (laughs) it it became a reality of who we were going to work with and at this time you know there's there's obviously been a lot of breweries pop up um so we've we've probably turned down 50 or so in the last six months wow yeah it's um it is very selective we don't want to get a lot of breweries in our portfolio just to have them yeah you know, we don't want to collect them um we want to work with them and, and help grow them so um we definitely choose our portfolio almost like a tap list mm-hmm. um, so we want it to definitely you know we have our sours we have our um ipas and our dark beers and it's you and Barrett who make those decisions um we have several people that that help us with that um well, with if a, you need two more yeah, <laughs> you could have some tasting sessions, right? Well, I, I would love to join a tasting session.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm just picturing a random Saturday with baseball in the background and 60 beers. Right. And out of nowhere, someone's up. like,
2: someone order pizza. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you just pick which can looks the best yeah, at that point. Uh, right. Not, me, uh, not yeah. me. Not me. Not me. <laughs> no, it's it's not that glorious. Um, there's so many factors that go into it. You know, mm-hmm. you got to talk about the logistics of things, and um, obviously, is this a brewery that people know, or mm-hmm. is this a brewery that you're going to have to build that brand yeah. um, because it's an unknown beer, and you're going to have to go around to every retailer and, and taste them. Mm-hmm. So.
3: So when you're over there and like, there's a brewery comes up like, Hey, we would love to be on modern hops list. Do you feel like you're on shark tank where you're just kind of like, all right, what do you got? <laughs> not that. No, I don't think I'm that, that hopefully not that cocky about
2: it, but, um, no, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you appreciate what they're doing and what they've done. Um, cause they started a business and obviously have a passion for it. So yeah. we just got of make sure it's a, it's the right fit. Right. Um, I think is more to it. And, Some breweries I think are best, you know, just having their tap room and and selling locally, you know, Mm -hmm. versus going somewhere else with Mm -hmm. it. And so
0: so I guess just a quick follow up question randomly. Let's say there's a new brewery listening to our podcast and they're wondering, how do I get on Modern Hops distribution list or how do I get them to work with me? What are some of the things that you would look for?
2: um, We definitely want more of a partnership um, than anything else. And I think that's a collaborative conversation about you know, what the beers are, how they taste, what styles are going to be, um, on the production schedule. Um, what does the marketing look like? Cans versus kegs ratio Mm -hmm. distribution area, you know, how much volume are they looking to do all that kind of stuff, I think kind of goes into it. Um, and that's even before, you know, you start talking about the logistics and the, how are we going to sell it? Yeah. Conversation. So it's, you know, it's a lot of It's like dating, I guess. It's a lot of feeling each other out and just see, you know, what are your philosophies, Mm. here are our philosophies kind of thing. So I've had a weird idea
3: about about brewery collaborations, and I think it could work really well with a distributor as well. It's called uh, Bearder.
0: Bearder. Where
3: um, it's an app Uh where you (laughs) swipe right on breweries, and if they swipe right on you— you know, you may you have a, a you together? may have something happening. Oh, maybe like you know, yeah. maybe something happens.
1: Well, that sounds like my for the <laughs> like, breweries. That sounds like my dating app strategy, where you just swipe right on everyone, on like, everybody, yeah, yeah. yeah. and just, yeah. See just see who comes back. back. See, the, the thing is, like, you may be the upcoming brewery,
3: and he may be the distributor. Where it's like, oh, they they like me. Am I going to pay the extra ten fifty to see who likes me? Oh my goodness. Subscription. Subscription. Worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, it. Yeah. That's it. The two non single people in this room are, I have no idea what's going on right yeah.
0: now. <laughs> well, and on that note, I think it's a great place to wrap it up. Um, so, how uh, again, we have Back to the Juice, Back to the Juice coming up. Great Stout. Great Stout in three weeks. Now there's uh, no idea about that reference. March 28th. March 28th. Lost
1: Druid Brewery in Avondale States. Yes. One to five. Mm-hmm. It's going
2: to 1. be 1.21 gigawatts. One yes. of the best beer fests you'll see. I think the list is even better than the last two years. So. We're
0: excited to see it. And you can find the list at on Instagram can at you modern give us, underscore hops.
3: Can you give our listeners... I know I'm throwing on a spot right now because this was not on the agenda. <laughs> can you give us one sneak peek of a potential brewery or beer that may be there? I would think we've Feel had... Feel free to say no.
1: I would think we've maybe had a handful of them on the show tonight, but... um
2: parish ghost in the machine will be there
1: wow Mm -hmm. Wow. um so we'll be there (laughs) swish from Bissell brothers will be there
0: which i think you mentioned earlier is one of the ones you're excited for um Um,
2: and then we will have a juice from the answer for sure um for any mead fans we will have black agnes and red agnes from shrams which are you know kind of his two most uh, infamous meads.
1: Well, and I'll say for anybody who's looking this up and looking at the ticket prices, the ticket prices, I think are about 80 right now, yeah. which definitely worth it. Yeah. You may look at like $80 for a ticket for a beer festival. It's four hours. All right. Try to get your hands on one of those beers that he just mentioned or any of the beers that we have in studio right now. You're paying at least 20 to $25 for like a can Yeah. at the beer festival. Easy. You can have pretty much as many as you want. Plus like over a hundred more. Yeah. And you yeah. can hang out with us. For the price of eighty dollars, and you get a sweet glass, Ooh. right? And you and get a sweet glass. So I'm going to say, I'm going
3: to say the glass is amazing. Like the glass on its own should cost thirty five dollars, forty dollars. Easy That's peasy. It. There you go. Yeah,
2: half the ticket right there. There you go. And and it's fourteen ounces too, which is going to be dangerous. Is, and it's wow. a lot more oh, whoa, than... Whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: Way to bury the lead yeah. to the end. But you know what? You got to <laughs> listen to the end to know how many ounces. There you go. So that's, that's perfect. And then yes. just for our
0: listeners, that is a lot more than what you get at your average beer festival. I think most of them do three-ounce glasses. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a and tiny so, little
2: taster. Yeah. So if you if you love something there, fill her up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. and a washing station to clean your glasses.
1: That's out. it. And yeah. your hands. And shampoo. will have a washing station for your glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <but I'm>, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care about sh- washing hands. <laughs> Brothers don't
3: shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Right. Oh man. Uh, we went over the time already. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you again, Modern Ops. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, everybody. Uh, juice strikes back. No juice. Back to the juice. Back to, the juice. to the juice. Juice already, juice already stroke back. Back to the juice. The juice goodness. struck us back. The juice struck us it back. <laughs>
0: That's the next
1: <laughs> one. That's next returned. year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 2021, <laughs> the juice struck us back. But this is back to the juice. Back to the, the juice. juice. March 28, back 2020, to 1 to 5, Avondale States. You at Modern know. Hops. Yeah. at Bears, Birds, and Brews.
0: Tickets are limited, so get them soon. Uh, Do you also need more volunteers?
2: We do need some more volunteers. Um, We would love to have about uh, 30 or so more. Um, So please, uh, you can do the sign up on our Facebook page. The link is on there.
0: And volunteering is awesome. Nabil will vouch for that. I think he's volunteered once already, twice. I have.
3: I have volunteered twice. Volunteered twice. I, I went straight uh, Mockingjay on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Volunteers get a
2: free glass, too, that's so there's your, there you go. there's your value. Um, but you also get to taste some beers as yeah. well.
3: I mean, don't take advantage of
2: it,
1: but take care of your Remember, job. Remember, your duty comes yes, first to right. serve.
3: <laughs> hey, uh,
1: thank you, Eric. Super appreciate Thank it. you, guys. We got more they beers to drink, it. so the party's over here. Well, we'll see after the, guys, the show is the after party How
3: And
0: good night everybody
3: Thank you